Welcome to D Hall and Dragons, a real play D&D podcast about a group of high school students who get sucked into a world of fantasy and magic and have to set out on a quest to find their way home, but not before they find themselves along the way. My name is Riley Wesson. I am this campaign's dungeon master, and I'm joined by my friends, my players, and my super sneaky students. Ooh. You guys made it through every single thing. I'm not sure we made it. You know, <laughs> we we did. We haven't made it our out plan yet. Plan ended at getting in her tent. You snuck past all the encounters. I was very impressed, to be honest. Listen, we're badasses, and that's what happens when you underestimate us. Um, hi. Uh, I'm Brandon Lindsay. I play Cecil McNamara, and we're gonna play a quick little game of Fuck Mary Kill. <gasps> oh God! Oh no! <laughs> I'm ready. Fuck Mary Kill, Patty, Renee, and Valencia. <gasps> oh no! So I think for Cecil, it's gonna be Fuck Valencia because got that athlete's bod, and he was into that. <laughs> a lot of calisthenics. Yeah. Mary Patty. Whoa! Interesting. Uh, yeah. And sorry, Renee. Kill Renee. She's taken anyway, so he. <laughs> we didn't really talk at all, so it was, it was fine. You tried. Yeah. I think Cecil would have enjoyed working in the theater with Patty. Oh, yeah. It seemed like Patty had a decent life or afterlife. Cecil was like, yeah, I could get down with that. It's, it seems pretty stable. I could get down with a skeleton. Boned every night. <laughs> We love a pun in this house. Um, my name is Danielle Grisco, and I play Brian Tolkien, um, who would rather gouge out his own eyes than play Fuck, Mary Kill. But for the sake of uh, sportsmanship, we will indulge. Brian would uh, marry Valencia, fuck Renee, and, and kill Patty. <laughs> Damn. Patty was deeply just, I mean, like, we were not cool, you know? I could see the argument for marrying Valencia. She's got... Like a yeah. really rich mom. Yeah. And like it, mm. it felt, Strong you know, I, I feel like we could build a life together, you know? Aww. Um, I'm not sure it would be a happy life, but we could build one, you know? <laughs> It'd be a life. It would be a life that we would lead. Okay. Well, hello. My name is Andy Dinehart, and I play Victoria Hightower. Yeah. Uh, fuck Valencia. That would be fun. Mary Renee, because duh. And unfortunately, she adores Patty, but she'd have to. <laughs> with the three options, I mean. Yeah, with three options, yeah. But it would be very much like a, shh, 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 go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. You know, <laughs> be very nice, you know. And my name is Riley Wesson. I'm this campaign's dungeon master. First off, I do not appreciate the sexualization of my characters and my IP. <laughs> Uh, this feels <laughs> we very sexualized at for least me. these two female characters yes. instantaneously um, upon introduction. Yes. Well, I mean, you guys are playing high school uh, students, so it was kind of in character. Yeah. Uh, and since I'm a real person, and these characters are all just myself, I guess I'm in. I guess I'm invalidated from answering this question. Um, How about out of the three characters, if you had to? like completely trash one of like never play it uh one that was like semi-fun and one that you could play constantly Ooh, Ooh, yeah that's fun i like that i like that um i'd really like to play as patty i've never really gotten to like full-on play out as a bard yeah uh and he's got some really fun stuff that he can do especially with his class i would like to try and do some more with renee 
because uh, I just think that rogue wizard is a really interesting dichotomy. Uh, and especially with Renee's ability to also act as a support through like her mastermind ability yeah. is really, really cool. And I think at least like the first iteration of Valencia, I probably wouldn't really want to play just because it wasn't that dynamic compared to the other ones. And also, I think just granted, because it was like my first NPC, so it wasn't like super deep backstory stuff. Uh, yeah. I do love the setup, though, of like a princess in a tower that just is the daughter of the of I the dragon. I think you had more fun yeah. playing her mom than anything. I think you did too, actually. Yeah, yeah. Two, I mean, Martha yeah. kind of stole the show at the end yeah, of that arc. Martha did. I will say, I think Valencia had the best entrance out of yeah. all three. She had a oh. great entrance. Yes. That was a really I good I would entrance. agree. I think character-wise, too, she had the biggest reveal, because Patty was like, yeah, obviously <clears> you're like a living skeleton. That's crazy. And Renee was, okay, cool, you're the leader of this awesome resistance group. But with Valencia, that end of that one episode where she was like, Mom, <laughs> so such good. a great. Valencia had, did have some did have some great character moments. Yeah. I, but I think moral of the story, I'm great at creating characters, uh, and Jesus. it's um, I actually, really like I, really I interesting go, backstories and plans. And, hey, um, no, wait, where yeah, are you? I'm wait, no, oh available. god, she left the Zoom call. She's gone. She's gone. Oh, oh, damn. I'll play. All right, fine. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> So, last session on D-Hall and Dragons, the students encountered the hand much more quickly than they'd expected, and before contact was made, slipped out of Swankies unnoticed with Karlik in tow, but not before overhearing the hand informing the populace that something was wrong with the pantry and that it should be cut down the next morning. Back at the van, Karlik informed them of the roots of the pantry being connected to the food of Supperfield, and that it was likely something was going wrong in the cafeteria, the plane of the Fey that could be accessed through the enormous tree on the edge of town. After some debate, the students decided to help Karlik infiltrate the Hands camp in hopes of getting more information and getting their new acquaintance into the cafeteria. After a series of impressively sneaky maneuvers, the group made it to the center of camp where the Hands tent resided in front of a stretch of tents leading to the pantry where they split up. Victoria, heading to the tree with Karlik, while Cecil and Brian investigated the hand's tent. Inside, they discovered her notes on Supperfield, along with experiments she seemed to be running on various foods, and after a bit of lockpicking, they found their contract inside of a chest next to a simple patchwork bag. Grabbing their contract of planar binding, Cecil also decided to grab the bag, triggering an alarm spell and alerting the entire camp to their presence. And that's where we are now. Everybody roll initiative. Oh! Oh shit, I thought I was going to get to do something before that. Uh, I'm full of regret. But uh, I do have one question. Was I able to see what was in the bag or no? Was I just I just picked up the bag? No, you just grabbed the bag. It was okay. like cinched shut, so you didn't Oh, okay, gotcha. I wasn't able to like You weren't able inside. to see if there was anything inside. Okay. As you pick it up though, it feels pretty light. <gasps> okay. The bag of holding. Um 18 for Cecil. 8 15. That's good. That's good. That is you guys good. can get out. Yeah. I don't think anything about this is good. All right. Fun fact, I rolled for Karlik before this, and I rolled a nat one, but because he got a halfling, he gets to roll again, and then I rolled uh, another nat one. Oh, <laughs> oh buddy. <laughs> that checks out. At least it's character-driven, so, you know? Yeah. yeah. It was very character-driven. Karlik, our dopey little friend. I will say the naming of this arc is my favorite. I mean, it, like, it deeply enrages me, it, like, uh-huh. to my core, but it's it's a heavy hitter. <laughs> it's killing it. Oh, don't worry. There's more to come. Don't <sighs> you worry. I was just trying to pay you a compliment. Now you're making me upset. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to describe what Victoria and Karlik are seeing, at least. 
as we said, the, the tent is 300 feet from the tree. You guys made it about 100 feet before the alarm went off. So you are currently 200 feet from the tree. Okay. And as this alarm goes off, you see torches start to go off from the tents around you guys. And you start to see various people start to come out of some of the tents. You see a few people with like long cloaks on. Some people are coming out with like bows and you see others with like leather armor and like chains. Uh, you guys are right in the middle and the tents are 50 feet away from you on either side. Currently, Victoria, you can see on your right out of three of the tents, two of the ones ahead of you, one of the ones behind you, you see three people come out with like long cloaks on and like staffs. And then from the tent directly across from you on your right, you see someone with a bow. And then on the other side, you see two tents uh, where two people with bows are stepping out as well. But first, that is going to be the mages. I'll go ahead and make a perception check. Yeah, and we would have been doing our best at least to be semi-stealthy. Yeah. So two of them are able to see you. One of them is not. Uh, And then... eh. Okay, and then uh, the two people with bows on your left can also see you. But first is going to be the mages. The two that can actually see you are going to walk forward 30 feet towards you guys. Uh, and they're going to be like, hey, hey, what are you, who, who are you guys? What are you doing out? What are you doing out here? Am I able to talk? Yeah. You- Am I able to cast anything? No, because it's not your turn. Okay. So she just, in a slight southern accent, just says, oh, well, shit. Sorry, hun. Settle down, folks. Give me a second. Uh, hmm. Roll me a performance check. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you going for here? You'll see. I love when Andy goes rogue. That's a 17. 17. Okay, yeah. I'll roll insight checks for these guys. They both failed. Oh, okay. Wait, weren't you, weren't you back at the bar? And Cecil, that's your turn. Okay, I'm going to grab Brian. I'm still disguised as a guard. Mm-hmm. I'm going to grab Brian and I'm going to lead Brian over to try and get to the edge of the tent and see if there is anyone who will immediately see us as we leave the tent and get outside the perimeter. Okay, roll me a perception check. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Pretty good, actually. Uh, 17. Okay, uh, you're able to see that on your left, there is one of those guys with a bow walking out of a tent, and on your right, there are two guys with uh, armor and, and chains walking out of a tent. Okay, I am going to look at Brian and I'm going to say, as soon as I turn you invisible, you run in the opposite direction. I'm going to be pushing Brian out like I have Brian in custody, steering Brian in one direction, in full view of these guys try and get behind and bl- and make sure that Brian leaves their eyesight and then turn Brian invisible. Okay. Does Brian have the contract? I still have the contract. I thought... Unless you I might have had... actually grabbed the contract because yeah, I had the bag. Yeah, you had the bag. I think I grabbed the contracts. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brian okay, has good. the contract. You have the bag. Okay, cool. Okay, roll me a deception check. Okay. <sighs> that is a natural 18 plus two for a 20. It's a dirty, dirty yes. 20. Nice. All right. Uh, what do you say as Brian becomes invisible? Um, I'm going to... Uh, uh, damn it. Get back here. 
Um, and then, <laughs> nice. as soon as Brian gets out of eyesight, I'm going to smear a little bit of gum that I that I've already picked out, and that's like on the back of your calf. <laughs> um, and you turn nice. invisible. Okay. Yeah, you turn Brian invisible, and you hear one of the guys with the chains. Damn it! Where'd he go? What What are you doing? What are you? How'd you lose him, man? Shit, man! I don't know. Maybe oh, went that way. Uh, you go that way, and then I'm gonna chase after in another direction. Are you running towards the tree or away from it? I'm gonna run away from the tree. We, guys, we are getting out. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm running away. All right. I'll say you run thirty feet back. That brings us to the Bowman's turns, and. The two that are on the left of Victoria and Carlic mm-hmm. are going to walk forward 30 feet as well. Okay. And they're going to be like, what's going on? And the other guys are going to like, well, they, she, she said she was going to show us in like a minute. We're just, we're, we're waiting for her to show us. Nice. Uh, okay. And then the other one. Yeah. He's going to take a wild shot and try and hit Brian. He will roll at disadvantage because he's invisible. But since Cecil called to the attention that some someone got away, he's just going to shoot. Uh, not going to hit. Uh, so he just fires off a bow. Hey, where'd, where'd he go? I don't know, man. Where, where, Dang it, wow. man. I don't know. Oh, man. Oh, God, flab it. Why are you talking like that? I don't know. Uh, and that brings us to Brian's turn. Um, I'm, I'm just sprinting as, as fast as I possibly can. And I'm going to also cast as my bonus action while I'm running away. I'm going to cast, um, sanctuary on Cecil behind me. Nice. Okay. Yeah. You start to run after Cecil and you cast sanctuary. And as you do, you come back into view as after you cast a spell, invisibility is dropped and you appear right next to Cecil. Well, there he is. Why how'd you lose him there? Uh, but know. Cecil, you you do have sanctuary cast on you. I wait. Can I re- can I react at all? What kind of reaction are you trying to make? I'm next to Cecil. I want to put my butterfly net over my head so that it looks okay. like there was like some kind of struggle as <laughs> I was struggle. trying to and run he away. You? Yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. I'll say <laughs> yeah. I'll say you can use your reaction uh, and. Toss your your butterfly net over your head. Yeah. Uh, that brings us to the bounty hunters' turns, and they're going to dash and use sixty feet of movement. Two of them are going to come after you, Brian and Cecil, and then the other one uh, on the left is going to go back and stand a bit closer to Victoria and Carlick. And Victoria, you and Carlick are currently. You have a bounty hunter behind you, two mages on your right, two hunters on your left, mm-hmm. uh, and the bounty hunter is like, "Whoa, what? What's all this then?" Beats me. That is, <laughs> that is Victoria's <laughs> turn. Great, she's gonna grab the back of like Carlic's shirt, <gasps> and she's gonna cast disguise self and make herself look like the hand, as if she is turning back into herself. If that makes sense. Okay, so you're pretending that you were disguised as someone else and you were becoming the hand. Yes. And she immediately grabs Karlik and she looks at them. She goes, well, you done fucked up my plan. I need this one and I need him at the tree stat. Okay. Yeah, you grab Karlik mm-hmm. uh, and he goes, what, what, the, what the fuck are you doing? Shut I the thought fuck we- up. What? I, that's just that's just rude now. Okay, now you're just being mean to me. I thought we we were on the same side. What are you doing? Oh, sweetie, we were never on the same side. <gasps> oh, ow, my first friends. And oh, God. She just like totally plays into it and just grabs him, starts pushing him forward towards the tree. 
All right, you walk forward 30 feet, and I'll say with Karlik's movement, he moves 30 feet with you as well. I look at them and I go, help me now. Okay, I will say on their turn, they will use their actions to inspect your appearance as they get closer. Uh, If they pass your save DC, they will see through your disguise. Okay. But for the time being, they go, oh, uh, yes, ma'am, absolutely. And the mages are going to, one is going to walk right up next to you. Mm -hmm. The other one is going to come up about 20 feet behind. The one that walks up next to you, as they approach, she's going to make a check. Oh no, this this is is when it ends. I know. This is when it all comes crumbling down. This was going to be such a great plan, too. Let's see. Had to grab the bag. What is your DC? It's 13. Okay, they rolled an 11. (gasps) Oh my god. Oh my god. I think that's the first time someone's <laughs> failed your DC. I know. The <sighs> other will make a check. Yeah. Uh, and the other mage that's off to the side that didn't see what's going on now kind of sees something. And he's going to walk a little bit closer. He can't see you yet, so he's not going to make a check. But the other mage will. That's a 10. Oh my god. So <laughs> neither of them are able to <laughs> see through. And she just kind of leaning into it too. She goes, well, go figure out what's going on. Who? Us? The uh, the, the mages? Yeah, I've got enough protection. Go figure out what the fuck's going on with my tent. Uh, y- yes, ma'am. In in six seconds, we will start to head yep. backwards uh-huh, and uh-huh, try and figure uh-huh, out that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, that is Cecil's turn. Okay, so. Oh, good. You got him. I see you. You grabbed him with that net. Nice I, work, buddy. I did. I did. Uh, I'll go put him in holding. You go check out what's going on with the tent. I'll I'll take care of him. And I just start marching with Brian in tow, like, putting Brian's hands behind his back, and I still have one hand on the net that's <laughs> holding it. All right, you start to walk back, uh, and you turn to the left, and you see that guard that you turned away earlier to lo- looking for his dog comes after you. Oh my god, dude, Spot is dead. I found Spot dead behind a tent. Oh. Damn. <laughs> that's not good. It's it's not what did you capture somebody? Did Yeah, I'm take I'm taking this rep scallion back did to Did you kill Spot, you son of a bitch? No, I don't think this one killed Spot. I think he's got associates that are back further on. I caught I caught this one just trying to steal food. Well, we we can't have that. I'll I'll help you escort him back to home. Yeah, let's get let's get him out. Let's go. Let's go. What what's your name by the way? You know me. I'm I'm Todd, obviously. I knew a Todd. Wait, recently. no, Todd's another. Oh, Todd's another God. character that we've had. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Tyler. Tyler's my name. My name's also Tyler. That's really your name's weird. also Tyler. Yeah, that's that is very strange. I don't know how uh, so, I've never met you before. You just met me. We well, just like, talked about. No, I know, but like before, before today. Before. Roll me a deception check. He's such a pure boy. He just can't lie. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven? <laughs> Wait a minute. Is your name actually Tyler? No, I just wanted to relate to you. <gasps> you son of a bitch. No, I, uh, he I, pulls out a spike chain and he attacks you. <laughs> oh, Wait, he can't. Wait, he has to... No, he does have to make a wisdom saving throw. Yeah. Uh, okay, What? what's your save DZ? Thirteen. Uh, he rolls a 13. Uh, he smacks Cecil with his chain. All right, 16 hits you. Uh, you take three damage, and he starts shouting, Guys! Guys, it's me! Tyler! 
this guy is, I saw him walking away and, and Spot's dead. Spot's dead and this guy's really suspicious. Uh, and the other bounty hunter's guy go, Spot, Spot's dead. Oh, go, oh, oh, dag flabbit. And well, we tried. That is the hunter's turns. One is going to walk up next to you, Victoria. The other one's going to walk up close behind. They're going to make two investigation checks. I'll say they make them at disadvantage because... I am disguised. Yes, but... And they it, perform. But, <laughs> so, so, I'm, so I'm saying they're making this check at disadvantage. Okay, thank you. All right, so that's a 10. Ooh. That's a 20 and a 19. Great. Cool. So mm-hmm. the guy Thanks. walking behind Appreciate you it. goes, wait a minute, who are you? I turn around and I slap him. Oh, God. Who the uh, fuck do you think I am? Uh, you're not the hand, obviously. You just randomly slapped me out of nowhere. Do they not live in fear of her? <laughs> like, I thought they yes, did. but she does like, she does like mental manipulation. She doesn't ever like physically oh, hit us. No. What the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, oh no. my God. Uh, he breaks down into tears oh. uh, <laughs> and the other ones around go, wait, but did you make John cry? What is... Oh, this is not, this is not good. This is not good. Uh, and more alarms start going up. Brian, oh, that's your turn. Great. Awesome. <laughs> no! Okay, so we have our dear friend Tyler and the guys behind us, right? Tyler's gotta go. But he just lost his dog and he's so sad. <laughs> well, now he's losing his life. He's gotta go. Okay. Oh, no! He's an um, obstacle, Brian. Don't get emotional now. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay, wait. Hang on. Pull yourself together. Um, okay. While Cecil and Tyler are talking, my hands are behind my back, and I'm going to kind of, like, reach into my backpack and just kind of grab my dagger. And while this is kind of going on, they're just I'm just kind of looking between them like it's a ping pong match. And then as soon as it's very clear that this is disintegrating, I'm going to stab him with the dagger. <laughs> oh. um, okay. You <laughs> are you still restrained that. by your net. Through the just, net. I'm gonna, well, so I'm just gonna I, it's stab just him. through the hole in the net. I'm just going to, I'm just going to lunge. <laughs> Okay, you're going to have to attack at disadvantage. Okay. But sure, try and stab him with your dagger <laughs> through the net. Uh, cool. It's not going well, guys. Um, no, it's not. That was a five. Uh, no, that, that doesn't work. Like, you slowly reach out your dagger through the net, and he just kind of, like, pushes your hand away. Why Why is everyone lying to me tonight? Did... Did you kill Spot? I Listen, I did not kill Spot. And for the record, I have not lied to you tonight. I'm clearly entrapped in a hostile um, person. He attacks you. Damn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to hit. Ooh, he does uh, seven damage to you as the bounty hunters start to attack. The other bounty hunters are going to run up behind Victoria and Carlick. Actually, no. One of them is going to run up to Victoria and Carlick. The other one's going to start running after Brian and Cecil as he hears the kerfuffle that's going on. That is Victoria's turn. Um, Because it's the only thing I can do at this point. Uh, my hand is still on the back of Carlick's neck, and I cast Dimension Door. I so hate to do this to you. The mages are going to cast Counterspell. Um, oh, no. They do have to pass a DC of 14. Uh, because this is a fourth level spell, and they only have a, they only have one third level counter spell. They're gonna pass. They're oh, mages. No. We don't know that. We don't know that. It's just a flat d twenty, I believe. Uh, so the first one is gonna roll. It's a six. It's a ten. Did it pass? 
That was a 19. Yeah, of course it did. Cool. Great, thanks. Okay. Well. Okay. Uh, would you like to do anything with your bonus action or movement? Okay, I'm just gonna look at him and say, I'm sorry, it is me. Run. Bro, I got this. Hey, here, wait, wait, wait. Uh, he reaches into his pack and he pulls out what looks to be like a protein shake and he hands it to you. Just, just drink it. Just drink it. It'll, it'll help. I promise. She like downs it. Uh, he's going to cast Long Strider on you and himself. Cool. Uh, you guys both have nice. an additional 10 feet of movement as yep. you feel like your muscles tensing. Uh, and he's like, all right. Okay. I was never that great at cardio. Get to the tree. Yeah, obviously. Uh, and he, you are going to run forward 40 feet? All right. Yeah, I'll just run. Okay. And Karlik is going to just chug after you. Uh, and the, the mages go, wait, wait, no, come back. Uh, as you dart by them. And that will be the mages turns. One of them is going to move 30 feet up. And he's just going to cast magic missile on you. Three little bullets shoot out. You take 10 damage. And then the other one is going to uh, just run up next to you. Slow. No, slow down. Wait. What are you going to do to me if I do? That's why I'm running. I Well, I, I need you I need you to stop. I, I, I'm really not a very physical person. Wait, no. What's that? She keeps running. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one is going to cast magic missile on Karlik. Oh, oh, sure, go for the little guy. What the fuck, man? Uh, ooh, Karlik takes 11 damage. And then the mage that was ahead of you is going to wield his staff and reach out. And in front of you, you see like vines and plant growth start to merge together. And he's going to cast Entangle in front of you. Ugh. This plant overgrowth springs out of the ground and that is difficult terrain. Uh, Cecil, that's your turn. Okay. Sorry, Tyler. It wasn't in the cards for you. Bro, wait, wait, no. I kind of reach into a pouch and my hand grasps on a gilded flower that I have recently purchased. And as I well, kind of really pretty. palm it, a dark mass appears behind Tyler as the tricksy grin of Sebastian appears. <laughs> I'm going to summon Faye. Sebastian, get us out of here. Sebastian's going to go ahead and appear and then take a backstab on mm, with pleasure okay that's an unnatural 20 to hit that definitely hits but that is 10 points of damage into the back <laughs> sebastian stabs tyler in the back i'm honored to be summoned so close to home and then pulls it out and tyler goes, oh god what oh what the fuck is going on what's happening i'm gonna go ahead and take that if i can if i can take the thing off of brian Great. Yes, if not, if that's a whole other action, okay. I'm going to take that <laughs> off, and I'm yeah, going to drag Brian as far as I can away. Also, I rolled for Wild Magic, and it was an 18, so I think we're okay. Great. Uh, but then I'm going to have him bonus action face step right behind us in, in between. To, like, block off. And then in that space, because it is a Trixie Fae, a five-foot cube of magical darkness appears... Uh, okay. Right in front, so there's another border between Tyler and us that he cannot see. Oh through, God, I'm scared of the dark. Magical oh, darkness. No. And then, oh God, I'm just gonna look at Brian. I'm gonna go. Let's get the fuck out of here, dude. I got your back. Uh, we're still running out. The way we came, we did the exact same thing. We just away. Okay, <laughs> you start running away. Yeah. Uh, that brings us to the hunters' turns. 
So there are now two more hunters that are coming out that you can see on your left, and actually one that can see Brian and Cecil. So that one hunter is going to take a shot at Brian. Misses. Yeah! The other four, two of them are going to shoot at Karlik. One of them is going to hit. Does 11 more damage to Karlik. Oh no. Uh, as he, <laughs> he gets shot. Oh god, this is... This is not- this night is not going well. This night is not going as well as it was. The other two are going to shoot at Victoria. They are both going to hit. No! You only take 11 damage. Don't forget, you have Valencia's swiftness. You can take some of that off. You can try and deflect the arrows if you'd like. You can use your reaction. Yeah, I want to deflect. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, roll a d10. And then add your dexterity modifier plus your character level. Yes. 19. Hell yeah. Victoria, you like matrix dodge one of them, and then the second one you just grab out of the it's air. It's missile snare, right? I want a missile yes. snare. I want to throw it back. Okay. Yeah, roll an attack roll. That's an 18 plus 5. Yes! Rolling <laughs> max on everything. That's 10 points of damage. Oh, hell yeah. You like matrix dodge out of the way of the first one, and the second one you just like. She wants to grab it with her hand. She's going to pop it in there and just kind of like. Percy DeRolo style this, so just make oh, hell yeah. shoot it back. Oh, how was that even possible? Uh, and that is Brian's turn. Okay, I'm going to cast Find Steed. <laughs> and, and I'm uh, not there? I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm going to cast Find Steed, and a war horse appears before That's Cecil and I. awesome. And um, just kind of like dips its head down. Um, so that like I I can we can like hoist ourselves up onto the back of this war horse and just take the fuck off in the direction that we continued coming from. Okay, so you're just running out of the camp at this point on horseback. Yes. Yeah, that is the plan. Yep. Okay. Um, I will say, as you get on horseback, you are now able to like see over a lot of the tents, Great. Uh, and you can see that there are like lights and torches that are starting to make their way back towards the camp. And it looks like the group that the hand was bringing is coming back to the camp to investigate what was going on. We're going to skirt that group yep. of people. That's the plan. Anyway, roll, I'm not sure we get that skirt. far. Roll, roll for skirt. I will say there are other people in tents in this camp. So if you guys start to run out, you will probably draw attention, get attacked by more people that are running out. You can still try, but as I'm just saying, that's likely to happen. That's why we can do horseback combat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of that's hot. And, like, we have an unbreakable bond, so, like, we can fight together, so... <laughs> right, everyone knows of Brian and Cecil's unbreakable bond. No, me and the horse! Oh, right. Okay, yes, you're right, that does make more sense. <laughs> Cecil and Brian, we're just trying to make it through another day, you know? All right, you summon this war horse, uh, <laughs> he says, Brian, climb on my back. <laughs> Uh, as he lowers his head and yeah, ride me and you and Cecil climb on, uh, and the war horse starts running. Um, roll me a D eight. Five. Uh, okay. As you're riding through these tents, five of these henchmen start to stream out, uh, and are in front of you guys. I'm on a motherfucking horse. Okay. (laughs) And that brings us to the bounty hunter's turns. The one that is chasing after Victoria and Karlik is too far to hit with a melee attack, but he's going to dash until he's right behind you guys. No. Um, I mean, yeah, he is. Damn. <laughs> I was hoping that would work. 
<laughs> and then two of the guys that are in front of Brian and Cecil are going to try and attack this war horse uh, and try and take down your steed. Um, no, I need him. They're both gonna. They're both gonna hit. No. Uh, Eleven damage to this war horse. You immediately see this war horse is bleeding heavily. This spiritual figure, and that'll be Victoria's turn. How close is anyone to me? Uh, there is a bounty hunter right behind you. I'm just running. I'm gonna use my full action to dash. Okay. Uh, you are now seventy feet away from the tree. Where's Carlic? That brings us to Carlic's turn. I just yell, "Run, buddy, run!" Hey, wait, wait, hang on. Just, just, just give me a second to think. Hang on. Don't think, run! <laughs> uh, Carlic is gonna turn behind him, and he's going to pull out what looks like a like a frying pan, uh, <laughs> but it seems to have remnants of like burnt cheese on it. He's like, I can never get this fucking stuff out of the pan, and he tries. To, he starts to scrub it, and it starts to come off, but it becomes like this sticky substance that just leaks out on the ground. He's going to cast web. Web of cheese. The web of cheese. And he's going to cast web on uh, in a 20 foot cube on this bounty hunter and this mage that's behind him. Uh, and then he's going to turn and huff his way through onto the other side of the entangle spell. And these guys are currently trapped in a web. I'm coming. I'm coming. Hang on. Oh God. Hang on. And that is the mage's turn. Fuck those guys, am I right? Yeah, honestly. The mage stuck in the web cannot move, and there's another mage that's stuck behind him that he has to, like, take his action to kind of get around the, the web to catch up to you guys. But the, the mage that's on the other side is going to run up next to Karlik, and he is going to cast Mage Chain as he holds out this staff and these these spectral chains lash out and try and jump onto Karlik. And he needs to make a strength saving throw. Ooh, hell yeah. Karlik passes with flying colors. He he, he rolls a 23. Like these chains wrap around him and he just like sneezes (laughs) and just flexes really hard and they just all just shatter around him. What a boss. Weight room, baby. And that is going to bring us to Cecil. Okay. Atop this steed with Brian. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to go ahead and I'm going to bonus action cast Shillelagh on my club as I as I pull out my bat. And I'm going to lean over and just kind of... Try and clock. Yeah, swipe at the nearest guy. Okay, roll the tackle. Natural <sighs> 20. Hell yeah. Yeah. Damn, boy. 20 points of bludgeoning damage. You crack this guy's jaw and he slumps over just full-on dead. Yeah. I'd, like, lean over and I bring it with a big old uppercut, taking the momentum of the steed and... Like a polo player just rearing up for a shot. Oh, yeah. You just smack this guy's face and his jaw cracks and he slumps to the ground. Pure athleticism. (laughs) No. And then uh, Sebastian is going to... He can get to within 70 feet, so he's gonna do that. That's that's all he can do. Okay. That brings us to the hunter's turns. First, the three hunters in front of you guys, Cecil and Brian, are going to... Go to sleep. They're going to take a nap. <laughs> yeah, they're going to attack the horse. Damn. One of them misses, but the other two are going to hit, and... Brian, I'm sorry. Uh, no. They kill your horse. Because uh, they Man. shoot into it, and this spectral horse is... <laughs> It was an honor serving you, Brian, as he disappears into the ether. My friend. 
Uh, and then the hunters on either side of Victoria and Karlik are going to attack. First one's attack Karlik. One of them is going to hit. Karlik takes four damage. And then Victoria, one of them is going to hit. And you take seven damage. Wait, no! Slow down! Stop running! Come back! Uh, Brian, that's your turn. All right. In order to seek vengeance for my dear beloved warhorse, I'm going to cast Divine Smite on my rapier. Okay. And just sideswipe the fuck out of this guy. That's... Okay, roll me attack roll. Great. 15. That'll hit. Uh, so roll me 3d8. Brian and I are about to go back to back, wheeling and dealing on these dudes. That's 12. 12. Okay, uh, you completely destroy this guy as he just explodes in front of you. Well, he killed my horse, so... I actually like animals! As the knife hits, I go, For Gregory! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Brian, avenge me. (laughs) And that brings us to the bounty hunter's turns. Brian and Cecil, you've killed the bounty hunters that are around you guys. And the bounty hunter that was chasing Karlik and Victoria is stuck in a web. A big old cheesy web. So they can't do anything. Victoria, I will say as you are getting closer to the pantry, you do see that there are a few more of the hand's minions that are set up around it. It's okay. I think they're low health. I think you can cheese right through them. Then that's your turn. I'm just going to get closer. I'm just running towards it. I mean, because you still have long strider, you can get up to the tree. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you get up to the tree and you see as you near the, the trunk, you can see the outline of what appears to almost be like a door that's etched into the trunk of this tree. And you can see this sort of diamond shape with four circles at each point of the diamond. And you see like a yellow circle at the top, a pink circle on the right, a red circle on the bottom, and on the left, a green circle. Uh, and the, the henchmen around you go, wait, no, what? Stop that. Get, Don't touch that. You're not supposed to be here. I literally just middle fingers them. <laughs> now you're just being mean. <laughs> just poke the tree. <laughs> you do still have your bonus action if you'd like to do anything with that. Uh, First level healing word. Okay. That brings us to Karlik's turn, and uh, he's going to use his dash action. He gets within 30 feet of the tree and 30 feet of you, Victoria, and he just shouts at the guys around you, Hey, back the fuck off, for guys! Come on! Uh, and he's going to cast Sanctuary on you. <sighs> yeah. Nice. And that brings us back to the mage's turns. There's a mage that's on the right of you, Victoria, and he's about to try and cast a spell at you, but then Karlik shouts that and he goes, well, all right. And he turns and he, he casts magic missile at Karlik. Oh, rude. <laughs> wait. Oh, wait. I, I, didn't, I didn't think this through. Fuck. <laughs> Karlik takes four damage. And there's a mage that's stuck in a web back there. And then another one of the mages comes up behind Karlik. And yeah, he's going to cast magic missile as well. Honestly, I think you might just clear him out. They're pretty low health. You might as well just take him out. Karlik takes nine damage, and that is going to be Cecil's turn. Okay, I'm going to say, I'll see you later, Sebastian. I'm going to drop that. Bye-bye. And then in my offhand, I'm going to bonus action, crunch up some leaves, and a flaming sword appears as I cast Flame Blade. All right, roll me d20. 14. That was almost a 20. All right. And then I'm going to run up and take my attack against the first guy. Wait, well, where did this kid get this flaming sword? Oh, shit. Ah! I'm going to bonk him. Um, I shit you not. That is another natural 20. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. Roll damage. Um, uh, 18 points. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, you slice through another one of these guys, his clothes catch on fire, and he just runs off screaming. Uh, oh and God. then you get another guy uh, and chip a little bit of him as well. Ow! Brutal. And that is the hunter's turns. Yeah, at this point, they can't attack Victoria, so they're just going to shoot at Karlik. Come on, tanky boy. Uh, two of them are going to hit. Karlik takes 13 damage. Starting to look a little haggard. Oh, and then the two hunters that are left in front of uh, Brian and Cecil are going to attack. One is going to attack each of you. They're both going to hit. Brian, you take eight damage. Cecil, you also take eight damage. That's fine. Uh, Brian, that's your turn. Uh, I'm going to rinse and repeat um, and charge with my uh, <laughs> with my rapier and Circle cast around Divine Smite. So- Tried and true. That's a nine. Okay, yeah, that's not going to hit. I'm struggling with these rolls today. That is the bounty hunter's turns. One of them is going to run up and try and hit Victoria. He's going to make a wisdom saving throw. He's going to pass, but he will try and attack you, and he rolls a 10, so he's going to miss. But then the other one is going to run up and try and hit Karlik. Definitely going to hit. Seven damage. And Victoria, that's your turn. Can I use Renee's tactic as a free action? There you go. To give Karlik advantage on his next attack or ability check. Yes. And then I'm just going to yell at him to say, I get up to the tree and I'm going to hit blue, pink, red, yellow. You lay your hand on. It's not even like you touching a certain color. It's just like you lay your hand on this sort of doorway and you hear this. You see the wood start to slowly stretch apart and you see a sort of nebulous portal. Okay. Toss the dwarf. <laughs> Toss me! I'm a halfling. <laughs> that is Karlik's turn. And uh, I just say, I look at him and I say, what is the one and only thing your parents would know if I said it to them? They know it came from you. Uh... <laughs> do you have an article of a belonging, something like we that, that I can bring back to them. What color underwear do you have on right now? No, no, no. Like that that was it. Just a long drawn out uh Seriously? That's it? Yeah. Alright, go! Okay, okay, okay. Uh he's gonna run forward. The bounty hunter's gonna take an attack of opportunity. Yep. He's gonna hit. Oh boy. Uh Carlic only takes only takes four damage. Okay. Uh so he's just gonna run past you and just dive into this portal and he just disappears. Cool. Bye, bitch. I'm going to start running back towards Swankies. All right. You're going to try and run this 300 foot stretch of land yeah. back. Yep. That's all I can do. All right. Bounty Hunter is going to try and take attack of opportunity. Cool. That's going to hit uh, seven damage. Okay. That's the end of your turn. Yep. There is a mage behind you and he's going to cast Entangle in front of you. Oh, okay. no. Not around you, but you'll have to make a detour to get around that. All right. And then the mage that was behind you as well is going to yeah, just cast Magic Missile. I believe this is his last first level spell, though, as you take nine damage. Mm-hmm. Not looking great. And that is Cecil's turn. Um, I am going to, uh, with my shillelagh, kind of do a slide roll, and I'm going to sweep the kneecaps of the first dude, crack the kneecaps of the closest guy. Shit. Okay. 22 to hit. That hits. So the shillelagh is going to do, oh my goodness, 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Yes, Cecil, you run at the guy that you clipped a little bit with your flame blade uh, and just sweep his legs out from under him and uh, he falls forward and just cracks his head on the ground and passes out. 
That brings us to the hunter's turn. First, the one that's next to you guys is going to try and make an attack. He's at melee distance, so I'll make it a disadvantage. Cecil, does a 17 hit? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, okay, so Cecil, you take eight damage as this guy just point blank shoots an arrow at you. Uh, Shoots an arrow? I'm going to use Valencia's Swiftness. A nine plus a bunch of stuff. Okay, yes, you catch the arrow. And I'm going to throw it right back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, make an attack roll. Did you roll another natural 20? Did you? Cecil's on a tear. <laughs> I mean, sh show your work. This guy's dead. You've killed this guy. I'd sweep the legs of the first dude, come up, toss the shillelagh up just in time for me to catch the arrow before it hits me in the face. And then I <laughs> fling it right back and it stabs right through the guy's throat. And then I catch the shillelagh bat and do a little flourish with my flame blade. All right. With that, uh, the four hunters that are around Victoria are all going to take her their shots at her. Oh boy. Jeez. Yeah, I'm not looking great, so this will be interesting. Three of them are going to hit you. This is probably going to knock me down. I don't even know how far, how to get to you. Victoria, that's 22 damage. Oh, yeah. No, I'm down. <sighs> all right. Uh, Victoria goes unconscious. And Brian, that's your turn. <sighs> do it. Do I, is there any way that I know? No. No. You have no idea. You guys don't know. Um, okay, great. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna, great, we're running. Well, Cecil would wait, try and find a vantage point, and see if he can spot Victoria at all. Would wait to see if Victoria came out. Okay. In that case, yeah, you pull Brian aside, and you guys kind of wait there for a minute, two minutes. You start to hear some of the sounds of alarm and stuff go down from that stretch in front of the tree. Three minutes, four minutes. Brian, where's Victoria? I mean, do you see Carlick? I don't even see Carlick. I don't, I don't see Carlick. I don't. We would see her by now, right? If 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 we don't see Carlick, then he must have made it to the tree. I don't see her anywhere near the tree, but we can't see the hunters or Victoria or anything. Roll me a perception check. Ugh, that was almost a natural twenty, but my luck has run out. That's a two. Ah, mine was a mine was a twenty-one. Cecil, you're still kind of coming down from the the adrenaline of that fight, but Brian, you your eyes are kind of peeled, and it you can see that there were like definite signs of struggle and movement. You see like tracks in this snow, and you see like speckles of blood here and there, and like trails of people running. And far off, about like 200 feet away, you see a group of five or six people. It looks like two or three of them is carrying a body. I'm gonna point it out to Cecil. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to start trying to, like, skirt. Um, I'm going to look at Brian, and I'm just going to go, I don't care about being quiet anymore. And I'm going to reach into my khaki bag of tricks, and I've got three attempts. Pull a little army! <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, I just needed the one, but let's see if it's even cooler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. So the first one I pull is a giant goat <laughs> named Gandalf. Oh my god. Oh my and god. And then I pull out another one and it's just a regular sized brown bear named <gasps> Gumbo. <laughs> that's that's very good. I'm going to turn to Brian and I'm going to go, let's go get our girl. And I hop on Gandalf and ride off into the camp. Oh my god. <laughs> Flame blade in one hand and shillelagh bat in the other. Gripping this goat with your thighs. Yeah, you hop onto this giant goat. Brian hops onto this bear. You guys start lumbering across this field. 
I'll say Victoria, from where you guys are, she is 200 feet ahead of you mm -hmm. and 20 feet off to the side of you guys. Okay. I believe a giant goat has 40 feet. Brown bear also has 40 feet. So we're neck and neck. Okay. Yeah. There's like a group of eight guys around her and there are five guys that are directly ahead of you guys about 100 feet in front of you. That'll bring us to Brian's turn. Yeah, I'm riding this bear as fast as I possibly can. All right. That's pretty much it. <laughs> There's if the bear uses its full movement and a dash action, it can go 80 feet. Nice. Okay, so this bear, <laughs> these guys are kind of like all standing around in front of each other, like kind of chatting like, that was, man, that was, I nothing, I haven't seen anything that, cr holy fuck, that's a bear <laughs> charging at us. Uh, <laughs> as Gumbo is charging with Brian atop him as Brian, the, one of these bounty hunters is directly in front of you. If you'd like, you can take attacks. Yep, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna breast this uh, bear and I'm gonna, uh, similar to the club in action that Cecil was doing while we were on the Warhorse, I'm just gonna try and swipe it. All right. Um, and cast Divine Smite if I can. Hell yeah. Go for it. it. Make me two attacks. Okay, it's 15 and a 12. 12 will miss, but the 15 will hit. Great. Um, that is 15. You completely, like, he's not knocked out, but this guy is, like, knocked flat on his ass. And that is the bounty hunter's turn. Uh, that guy is going to use his movement to, like, slowly stand up. Uh, and he's going to try and attack you. I'll say he attacks at disadvantage because you're on top of this bear. And he's going to miss. That is Victoria's turn. Make me a death saving throw. It's a nine. Nine. All right. That's one fail. That is the mage's turns. Uh, there's only one mage in front of you, Brian, and he is going to, yeah, he's going to cast mage chain on your bear, on Gumbo. Can you roll me a strength saving throw for Gumbo? Yeah. So it has a plus four. Plus four. All right. I've got, I've got the brown bear stats up. That's an eight. eight. <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, that does not pass as these spectral chains latch around Gumbo. Uh, and he will have to use his action next turn to try and break free. Or, Brian, you could try and use your action to try and break him free. And that brings us to Cecil. You're up. Okay. Full 80 feet as Gandalf charges and... Please kick someone in the head with this goat. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna see if it'll like if I can if there's anyone directly in line, I'm making a beeline towards Victoria, but if there is anyone in between, Gandalf is gonna use a charge attack and just barrel right through. Okay. You get like right up in front of this bounty hunter, but I'll say you can make an attack on him. Okay. Uh seventeen to hit. Definitely hits. Okay, and then he needs to make a first just roll me damage. Okay. 10 points of bludgeoning damage plus... This guy is trampled into the ground. Okay. He is absolutely dead. We're, we're keeping going then. All right. Do you want to do anything with your turn? Um, If there's anyone else around me... There's a hunter directly to your left that you could hit. Okay. I'm going to use my action, bring my flame blade, which is in my right hand, across my body and do an upward swing. Hell yeah. Roll to attack. 17 to hit? That hits. That, okay. 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 That is 17 points of fire damage. You kill this guy as well. Great. <laughs> this dude bursts into flames. The snow around him just melts. And then, yeah, we're keeping going. And that is the hunter's turns. There is one that is directly in front of you, another that's to your right and in front of you. That one's going to attack Brian. Uh, it's going to hit. Brian, you take four damage. And Cecil, the one in front of you, is going to hit as well. It's a nat 17. 
and you only take five damage. Okay. That is Brian's turn. Cool. I'm going to cast Divine Smite and try to attack the mage that wrapped the bear. Just kill this other dude. Yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to jump off and try to hit him. Cool. Roll uh, two attacks. Doing a triple front flip. <sighs> yeah. Off of Gumbo. <laughs> Somersault yes. off of Gumbo. <laughs> All right. That's a 16 and a 15. Those both hit. Great. It's not so much that you're going to break concentration as it is you're just going to kill the guy. Yeah. You very well just might kill him. Obliterate. That's 12 on the first one. And then... The second one's seven. Uh, you kill this mage. Okay. Boom. He was pissing me These off. These chains just melt away as you slash this guy, uh, and he trundles on ahead. Uh, do you want Gumbo to just use his action and dash ahead? Yep. I would like to get as close to Victoria as possible, please. All right. Now, Victoria is currently 50 feet away, and she is surrounded by a group of henchmen, these minions. There are about eight of them around her. Eight of them? Fuck. Okay. Yep. Yeah, as you charge forward, Gumbo and these guys go, what the fuck? Uh, And they drop Victoria on the ground and don't try and keep dragging her, but they are prepared to try and attack you guys if you get close. That is the bounty hunter's turn. There's a bounty hunter that is close enough that's going to take a few steps forward and attack you, Brian. Cool. He's going to miss. And that is Victoria's turn. Mm -hmm. That's an eight. Victoria, that is two failed death saving throws. That is the mage's turn. One of the mages is going to... Actually, I don't think this guy even has any more spell slots. Uh, so he's just going to stand next to Victoria's body. And just don't, don't, don't come any closer. Stay back. Stay away. Because <laughs> they, uh, they can't do anything. Uh, Cecil, that's your turn. You have two hunters in front of you. Okay. I'm going to keep moving as fast as Gandalf can. Again, if there's anyone in Gandalf's way, it's just going to charge through them. Okay, you are going to run past. These guys can't do anything in front of you because they are um, the worst. They're both hunters, so they don't have any melee weapons. <laughs> Stop! Wait! Come back! But Cecil, you charge forward on Gandalf, and uh, yeah, Victoria's within 60 feet of you. I mean, I don't, ha- I don't have anything within 60 feet. Yeah. Andy, if you could just roll one save, give me one <laughs> yeah, more turn. It'd be great, wouldn't it? Give me one more turn, and I gotcha. Be awesome. And yeah, it's same. gonna be, and it's gonna be super cool. <laughs> um, there is one dude in front of me. There's one dude directly in front of you. Yeah. Uh, use my action, flame blade. E, fifteen to hit. That'll hit. Okay. Fourteen points of fire damage. All right. He is very, very hurt. Bonus action, bonk. <laughs> with my shillelagh. Another fifteen to hit, and then gonna. Bonk him on the head for nine points of magical bludgeoning damage. Whack. Uh, yeah, you knock him on the head and he falls down to the ground. Okay. That is the hunter's turns. There are three hunters in front of you guys, two hunters behind you. The three in front are going to shoot at Cecil. Only one of those is going to hit. Cecil, you take eight damage. And then the two behind you guys are going to shoot at Brian. Both of those miss as arrows are whizzing past you as you are galloping through this snow towards your fallen comrade. Brian, that's your turn. Okay, I'm getting really anxious about Victoria's health, and I'm going to pull out my cuddle monster and just hold it to my chest while I am uh, riding this bear. I will say, if you'd like to get Gumbo within this circle, you can try and make an athletics check to jump over them and get to Victoria. I I will do that. So I'll say, since this is dope as hell and Gumbo is kind of helping you out with this, I'll say make an athletics check with advantage. Right. Do you also have a scale of luck? Yeah. What, how do, what do I, I just re-roll It's just it? another d20 roll. It's just re-roll. Just one more roll. It's not a super high DC. 
because you are just jumping off of a bear over people. Eleven. That just barely passes. Oh it was my just gosh. a DC of ten. So yeah, Gumbo runs up and stops and with just like a little bit of momentum you just leap over this bounty hunter that's in front of you and you land right next to victoria who is unconscious and bleeding out okay uh can i yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna put my hand on her and cast i don't know which one do i want to do lay on hands because then you can still lay on hands oh yeah lay on hands yeah yeah um okay just dump them all. Just dump them all. We we got. So you you have you have thirty five hit points that you can distribute. Do you yeah. just want to give all those yeah. to Victoria? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give all of them to Victoria. All right, you like fall to your knees and put your hands right over Victoria's heart and basically do like a quick CPR. And with like the third push, Victoria, <gasps> your eyes snap open as you regain thirty five hit points and you are once more conscious. Uh, and you are surrounded by these henchmen and Brian is standing right over you or kneeling right over you. Tears pouring down her face. Hi. And uh, that is the bounty hunter's turn. There are two bounty hunters that are around uh, Victoria and Brian. They're both going to try and attack Brian. Uh, wow, that was that was cool as shit. Him jumping on a bear, but we—I mean, obviously, we got to take yeah, him out. Yeah, we got a job to do. <laughs> they both fail. Uh, both roll very poorly. Um, these dumb Yosemite Sam idiots. Yosemite and that is Victoria's Sam. turn. Uh, she, with one arm, she throws it around Brian's neck to hug him. She pulls her pistol and points it up at one of the guys and just point blank shoots. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Cool. What a badass. That's so cool. All right. Literally, like, underneath the chin, straight up through the skull. Cool. Uh, so one is going to hit for sure with, like, a 17, and then the other one's definitely not going to hit. That's okay. That's six points of damage, and then I'm going to uh, winging shot. Okay, that is a strength saving throw. Strength saving throw. You're hitting the mage that's right behind you, so he is very weak. Definitely fails. Amazing. Knocked prone. Okay. Bonus action. I'm going to do a healing word on Brian. Cool, Brian. Right as you resuscitate Victoria, you see her eyes like flutter open as she pulls you down as a mage behind you is about to hit you with your staff and just boom shoots him point blank. What a badass! Uh, as he falls back down to the ground. I just kind of like take a deep breath and go, ah, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the mage's turn. The mage that you just knocked down is gonna look to the guys around. He's gonna, uh, we gotta let her know. We gotta let her know. No. Uh, and he starts to kind of like try and scramble away. You're not fucking leaving. And you see him reaching for his pocket uh. and you see the mage that's on the other side of you guys start to back up and slowly do the same. And you can see them bring them up to their mouths and it looks like they're saying something into them. And that is Cecil's turn. I'm Get gonna us out of here. send. Get us out of here. No, no, no. Get us out of here. We can we can deck these guys real quick. No, 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 quick. no, 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 no. She's going to be here too soon. Get us out of here. She is in the camp. We saw the torches she's, coming she's back this way. She's heading towards the camp. We can, I'm going to ram into the first one and <sighs> knock his ass down. And then I'm going to leap off okay. of him, leap off of Gandalf, and throw myself towards the other guy. You'd have to take the opportunity attacks from bounty hunters. That's fine. But you could jump off and try and That's attack That's totally him. fine. Yeah, I've got to take these guys out in one, in one fell swoop. Okay, make a ram attack with Gandalf. Uh, 22 to hit. That hits. 11 points of bludgeoning damage, plus another 9 points of bludgeoning damage. Yes, he is very much dead. Yeah, I'm kicking off and doing a dive roll and then coming up, and I'm going to, with, with my action, flame blade across 
the chest of that other mage. That's going to be a 17 to hit. That'll hit. 11 points of fire damage for that attack, and then two weapon fighting, shillelagh. That's a 19 plus 7 for 26 to hit. 11 points of bludgeoning damage on top of that. Yeah, that mage also dies. Um, Smash him across the face. And that is Brian's turn. Okay, I'm going to cast magic missile. Three force damage for the first one. Two for the second. And four for the third. There's also a, there's also Gumbo here to help. Yeah. Gumbo can attack. Yeah, I'm going to yell at Gumbo and tell Gumbo maul. Nice. All right. Uh, and Gumbo is going to attack the hunter that's in front of him. Uh, what do bears roll? Uh, Brian, if you want to make, since, since Gumbo yeah. is, is, is your, is your My creature. Bro. Your mount. <laughs> okay. 20 and 12. Yes. Those both hit. So that's 12. Oh, this, this hunter's so fucking dead. Plus 13. This bear tears apart this person right in front of you. It's four left. That is the bounty hunter's turn. Uh, one of them is going to try and attack Cecil. It's going to miss. Other one's going to try and attack Victoria. And that's a nat one. He is going to miss as well. Uh, Victoria, that's your turn. She is going to... Oh, I know what I'm going to do. She's going to stick her hand. <laughs> She's going to stick her hand in her bag. And she's going to just say, help me. She's going to pull out little Gus. No. And she's going to cast Phantasmal Force. Ooh. Ooh, that's good. On the nearest that's person. real good. What a desperate play. Okay, what are you trying to make this person see? Freddy's nightmare. Standing behind Brian and I. <laughs> gotcha. So you're just trying to frighten this guy, essentially. Yeah. That's a 16. DC of 16. He rolls an 11. So you reach in and you say, help me. And you hear this voice in his head go, I thought you'd never ask. And you pull out this hand puppet and like, you're not even really doing anything, but you can see the puppet kind of wiggling its, its little stubby hands. (laughs) And you see the guy in front of you, this like look of terror crosses his face and he screams and turns to start to run and as he turns you see that he is like kind of moving a little bit jagged almost like a stop motion photo as he is like starting to run away and you hear little gus say you're welcome interesting and that brings us to the top of the round as you guys see from the end of the field behind you guys this portal swirl open and you guys see the hand walk out you hear shouts and clamors behind her and there are people that are starting to come up through the camp she has not spotted you guys yet but she appears next to her tent as she is about 250 feet away from you guys Uh, and you have the hand behind you guys and the pantry in front of you with this portal still cracked open and swirling between the bark and that is Cecil's turn we can't we can't leave this plane of existence. We don't know. We don't know. I have the contract. You do have the contract. Can I just burn it? It would take a high level dispel to yeah. to undo it. I'm gonna leap on the back of Gandalf. I'm gonna yell to Gumbo to go pick up Brian and I'm gonna pull yeah. Victoria up on yes. top of Gandalf. 
Uh, okay, I'm going to say Gandalf is having to use his movement and his action to get to you guys and pick you up, so he can't use the rest of his movement to carry sure. you out on this turn. If he's going to use his movement to get over here, he's going to go ahead and charge one of the guys anyway. <laughs> All right, roll an attack roll. Um, that is a natural 20. <laughs> oh my god! You were insane that's, tonight that's you yeah yeah gandalf uh, kills this guy i mean yeah this hunter just full-on dies and picks up you and victoria as gumbo picks up brian yeah with that that is brian's turn <sighs> i'm gonna while we're racing away i'm gonna like covertly look at the contract and i'm just gonna see if i can just tear the like the corner just a little bit it tears like paper the paper will disappear, but I don't know if the binding will. I don't trust like that. Yeah, Mm-mm. I don't know. I I rip up the contract and I make sure that I keep all of the pieces, so I have all of the pieces so of the paper. It, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I and I shove the pieces of paper like deep in my pocket, but I rip it up. <laughs> all right, uh, you rip it. As the tear starts to break the paper and break across like the ink and where you guys scrawled out your names, you feel this shift pulse through you as you feel minusculely lighter as you tear up this contract and shove it into your pocket. And you see far off in the distance, 250 feet away, the hand, you see her pause for a split second and what else would you like to do with your turn let's I'm go, gonna let's go uh, to the portal let's go now let's go to the portal no Why? I really don't want to I don't either but I think that's our only escape I think that's what we have to do we can leave. I don't think we can leave I think it's a ruse I think, no I think we have to go I don't want to I'm gonna be really mad about it okay ah! okay I hold up two of the biggest pieces of the contract over my head so that Cecil and Victoria can see me over the bear's head and I just yell there's one way out and I think we gotta take it (sighs) and I tell Gumbo to stop and change directions and start running towards the portal fuck Brian you spurred Gumbo on and he uses his dash uh, and movement to charge forward and bucks you off directly into the portal. Brian is crying this entire time. (laughs) And you fly through this crack in the pantry and Victoria and Cecil, you see Brian just disappear into this portal. And that is the the bounty hunter's turn. He's going to just try and attack. He misses. <laughs> so fucking useless. Uh, Victoria, that's your turn. I'm waiting for Cecil to walk through so I can walk through at the same time. I mean, Gandalf is carrying both of you guys. So, I mean, he can just buck you guys both off at the same time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You spur Gandalf on and gripping onto him, he carries you guys to the base of this tree and bucks you into this portal and you fall through. As each of you pass through, you guys don't see each other anymore, but you get this sensation that you're falling, but like also going upward. And this strange dichotomy of movement 
falls through your bodies and you get like these senses that start to overwhelm you. You see you have like these different smells that are flooding your brain, these tastes that are dancing across your tongue, various like foods and things that you like don't even fully understand. And you see these colors start to kind of swirl in front of your vision as you're falling and rising and being pulled to the side and to the left. And you feel like this stretching of your very being and ever so slowly you drift down and you feel your feet touch something solid. You open your eyes and you see your two companions on either side of you. You are in this kind of nebulous space right now. And as you look forward, you see a pathway kind of start to bubble up from the ground in front of you. Uh, what looks like almost stepping stones of these various colors. Your gaze follows them. You see a kind of uh, simple looking building in front of you guys with like kind of spacious glass windows and a kind of utilitarian look to it with like green trim and kind of a gray base to the building. Is Karlik Karlik there? Not that you can see. I just grabbed both of their hands. Just pulls him close to her. Brian just has tears falling from his face. Cecil's going to step forward. Does it look like there is an entrance to this building? As you start to walk along this path, the building, it looks pretty far away. And as you are walking along this path, you see these stones seem to come into existence as you continue to take steps forward. And after what feels like about 100 feet... Most of your walk, the building seems to have been staying in like the same distance. And then like the last few steps you take, it just suddenly just comes up right in front of you. And you guys see like a sign in front of it that appears to have an etching of a centaur that has that is like holding a, a mug and like a cheers. And as you're walking closer, you can kind of see the inside and it looks to be a pretty cozy atmosphere you hear like light jazz is sort of drifting out from the door there are like wooden seats and tables and there's like candles on the tables succulents that are lining the ceiling that are kind of hanging there and as you peer through these large windows and this glass door you can see a counter uh, and there appear to be like a couple of patrons that are walking around um are are you okay No, I'm not okay. We're at a plane within a plane, and the whole point was to be able to get that contract out so that we could go home, and we've just gone deeper. And none of this makes sense. But physically, like, I mean, no broken bones or anything? No, no, physically fine. Uh, Victoria, I'm sorry we couldn't get to you sooner. Uh, You still came. You still showed up. I'm sorry... I put you guys in that position. I, I it wasn't you that put us in that position. I mean, I mean it, was, it, like, it was. It was the. I whole... thought I could handle it, and and I got Carlick as close as I could, and he went through, and we got him through, and I thought, okay, I'm just gonna fucking run, and everything I did, they countered. You guys blazed a trail, and you're awesome. I I was trying to get in and get out, but I just wasn't strong enough. Victoria. The job got done. No, it didn't. We're fucking here. 
The whole point was to not come in here. The whole point was to send Karlik through. We ran out of options. Plans changed, and um, we did what we had to do. The only way out is through. Yeah. So I say we just keep putting one foot in front of the other, see what we can do to find Karlik, solve the problem, and get the hell out of here. We just keep going forward and find as many answers to as many questions as we possibly can. Yeah. I think, and Brian just kind of like looks up at the door of this establishment and is like, I think it starts here. So all we do is focus on forward momentum, I guess. Cecil's going to take out one of the greater healing potions and his way of administering it is like soaking some rags in it and tying up his cuts <laughs> that slowly begin to kind of heal. Yeah. Do you need some healing, Brian? I mean, I could use some as far as not knowing what comes next. Victoria walks over to Brian, like tentatively puts a hand on his cheek and like with her thumb just kind of wipes away a little bit of a tear really quick and then like pulls her hand back and you get, uh, sorry, it's not a lot. It's nine points. Brian kind of flinches when she touches his cheek and then relaxes into it. Who wants to go first? Brian opens the door and walks in. As you walk in, you kind of hear that ambient jazz music changes to the next song, and it's almost like a like an ambient lo-fi music that is kind of playing through this small establishment. And you walk in, and again, it's very cozy, very retro kind of wooden furniture. The nebulous world space around you guys kind of fades away as you walk in, and you see various strange kind of magical creatures that are sitting at tables and kind of conversing and sipping at things and you see along the walls you see four large doors one yellow one red one pink and one green and you see a familiar looking stout short form with a little chef's hat sitting at a table turn around oh hey guys what's up and behind the counter you hear this this hiss of steam the aroma of coffee falls across you guys and you see this tiny little pixie flutter out from behind this machine and goes, Oh, hey, welcome to Centaur Bucks. Can I take your order? And with that, <laughs> class is dismissed. <laughs> I'm so... Can we kill him? When he comes home, can we kill Listen, him? I'm not <laughs> mad. I'm just disappointed. I'm both. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> D Hall and Dragons is Andy Deinhart as Victoria Hightower, Danielle Grisco as Brian Tolkien, Brandon Lindsay as Cecil McNamara, and myself, Riley Wesson, as your DM. Thanks so much for listening to this session of D Hall and Dragons. If you enjoyed it, we would love to see a five-star review from you and a subscription, and we would love it even more if you would share it with a friend. Any word of mouth is always a good thing in my book. Our theme music is Sonic Pogo by Vans in Japan, and other music can be found in the episode description. And our artwork is done by the incredibly, ridiculously, super crazy, awesome, talented Carlina Alvarez, link to her stuff is in the description as well until next time be nice to other people
That's it. Just, just be a kind person. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next session. It's okay, because if I die, I still have my fortune cookie. Don't just say stuff like that. That's for cool stuff, like for me to reveal. That's that the fun That's part of being a DM. I was gonna message them anyway. Don't no, don't ruin the suspense for them. It's okay. We're still we're not gonna to need it. it. I had to look it up. This is the fun part of my job. <laughs>